This is the voice of Mahatreya. Welcome to discover a new you. Wishing you most and more. Why we expect something from someone? Inherently, by design, in the scheme of creations, all of us are incomplete. All of us are incomplete. Inherently, by design, all of us as a creation are incomplete. This entire journey of life is a journey from incompleteness in search of completeness. And because we are not complete unto ourselves, there is this dependency in all of us that somehow something or someone should complete us. And when you say someone, please include God in this. We also expect from God. We expect from people. We expect from things. We expect a car to behave in certain ways. We expect a mobile to behave in certain ways. We expect a lift to respond in certain ways. A computer to respond in certain ways. That is why when you switch on the com, if immediately doesn't give you control, you get restless even with a commodity called computer. That is why suddenly in a matter of decision, when you apply a sudden brake, and if the car does not halt within the few meters you expect it to halt, you get frustrated with the vehicle and say, pathetic brakes. We flip channel and it doesn't move. Classic example is when it rains, a Tata Sky connection will go away for a few minutes telling you there is rain outside. Wait for rain to settle down. And we get frustrated. We expect God to fulfill certain things in us. People to expect fulfillment. Not you. This is the design of a human being. Lower the spiritual evolution. Higher the dependency on someone and something for us to feel complete. Moderate the spiritual evolution. Moderate the dependency on someone or something to complete us. Higher the spiritual evolution. Lower the dependency on someone and something to complete us. Complete the spiritual evolution. There is no more dependency. There is only dependability. Now you don't depend on others. But everybody else can depend on you. You are no more dependent. You become dependable. So is there any immediate spiritual practice, mantra, chanting, by which I can go from here to that complete spiritual evolution so that I can live my life without any expectation from anyone and anything? This itself is spiritual evolution. That you recognized that why we expect from someone itself is spiritual evolution. Right now this clarity is coming to you 
to you who ask and the rest of you unasked this clarity is coming to you is part of spiritual evolution. Spiritual evolution is not just an exercise that is done for few minutes a day, closing your eyes and withdrawing and chanting some mantra. Recognizing every experience of your life is contributing to the evolution of your consciousness little by little. Knowing that my life is a journey from incompleteness towards completeness through all these experiences of life and in all these experiences of life Right now others are expecting from me, I am expecting from them. There is a transactional life of mutual dependence. From there like Stephen Covey would use the terminology of interdependence. I am no more living my life saying that you give me X and I will return X. But I am living a life where I am saying I need X from you. And I have Y to give you. I am looking at the value that you can add to me and I am looking at the value I can add to you. We are not just mutually dependent anymore, we become interdependent. Me enhancing your life and you enhancing my life. But still we need each other to feel complete. But in this entire process your consciousness is recognizing the energy imbalance within you, the personality imbalances within you. You're exhausting your karmic debts. You're inheriting your karmic investments. And it's a journey of life. It's a process. Especially when you come from the faith which believes life is not a one goal, one life scenario. It's a journey of several rebirths, of several materialistic goals, but eventually culminating in one goal. And that is to reach the highest ascendance that is possible in your spiritual evolution. And thus reaching a stage of zero dependency on the world outside. That is why in the peak spiritual evolution they say, you transcend even your sexual need. That is... I know it has been misinterpreted in the world. They, they tell you, unless you transcend sex, you cannot spiritually evolve. So you give up sex, then you will spiritually evolve. No, you can't give up sex. You go up spiritually and it falls by itself. My dear, when the fruit ripens, it will fall by itself. Any other way by which you forcefully pluck it, it will bleed milk. Any forceful truncation of any stage of life, it bleeds. The number of sexual scandals in monasteries, in ashrams, everywhere is because a lot of people in the name of spirituality, donning certain colored uniform and wearing some symbols assumed by giving up sex I am becoming spiritual no you can't give up you outgrow it so what happened is physical restraint was there 
But the mental agitation and the emotional craving was still there. And at the first opportunity when the fire was in contact with the cordon, the whole thing turned into a flame. And that is where the fall had happened. For most people, thinking they have transcended power, the need for power, thinking they have transcended egoistic identification, thinking they have transcended the need for money. And these are not forceful truncations. You keep growing spiritually and someday you will understand the futility of all these things. So when they say in the highest spiritual ascendance you reach, even the need for sex does not exist, actually meaning even for your hormonal needs, there is no more dependency on the other. Like an Ardhana Rishwara, you have become enough unto yourself. The male and the female energy, having balanced itself, even that imbalance, that incompleteness, energy incompleteness, does not exist in you. So you no more need the other. Someone or something for you to feel complete. When a piece of gold that was found on the road was picked up and given to Buddha by Ananda, Buddha dropped it back and continued to walk. Ananda picked up and said, this is not an ordinary piece of metal, this is gold. Buddha took it again, threw it again on the floor and he said, you know the difference. For me, both are the same and he kept walking. For us to ascend to that stage where absolutely spiritually aligned, which means you've embraced the divine so much, the divine has dissolved into you. There is no more dependence on this world anymore. The river is dependent on gravitational force. And in that direction, it can gravitate from a higher altitude towards a lower altitude. It keeps flowing through the mountains, through the jungle, through the forest, through the plains. And it's still a river wanting to reach its destination. And finally, it reaches the ocean. And when it reaches the ocean, there is no more the river. It's become the ocean. And now it is not dependent on the mountains, on the altitudinal variation, for it has reached its destination. Now you cannot separate the Ganges from the Bay of Bengal. The drop of water fell into the ocean and became the ocean. You ascend to that state, merge into the divine and become the divine. And hence there is no more dependency on someone or something anymore for you to feel complete. And this entire journey, including your need to chant, to perform puja, to do rituals, to meditate, including that and all the experiences that you go through in life, is the process of spiritual evolution from complete dependency to absolute dependability. All of us will have to go through this journey. As long as you know periodically, while your dependence on the world continues, still there is a little world to which you are the dependable source. Your 
absolutely growing in the right direction. In the language of the questioner, if I have to answer you, as long as you realize, I still need someone or something periodically for me to feel complete. But I also know this. I am that someone, something to somebody out there in the world who is feeling complete because I happen in their life and I'm fulfilling their expectations. I'm not all the time waiting for the world to fulfill my expectations. While I need the world to fulfill some of those expectations, I am also fulfilling the expectations of the world. You're already tending in the right direction.